0: This is Jets at Noon with Cameron Poitras and Jim Toth on six eighty CJOB.
1: When you play a first period like we did, um, it's not just the leadership that's got to uh, step up their game. It, it's it's every single guy. But um, you know, I think we were able to do that. But that shouldn't that shouldn't first come in in, in the first period and in the second period. Um, this is the NHL. We've lost four in a row and we come into this building and, and we're not ready to play. We are stubborn. We're playing our own way. And and um, like I said, when we play our own, um, you know, all different types of hockey out there, we're we a very average team. So um, we know what we can do. We've showed that throughout the first half of that season. Um, so it's a matter of, of buying in and, and getting back to playing for each other.
2: Nick Ehlers... In his most pull-no-punches interview, I think that we've heard and seen from him, uh, Jim Toth, last night. uh, Exclusive audio here on 680 CGOB. We'll hear more from Nick Ehlers uh, as the show goes on. But um, I think that's about as harsh as as we've heard Nick Ehlers and I – Tough to disagree with anything he says there.
3: Yeah, very honest. He's always been an honest uh, player when he speaks or addresses things. And and I, what I like most about that is a, it's not on the leadership; it's on everyone. Yeah. And um, B is the the aspect of being ready and, and getting going. So look, I I heard a lot on social media last night. Yeah,
2: we're gonna get to it. It's I, free for I all Friday, everybody. Free for all. Free
3: for all Friday. Your hottest takes on the Jets and what you want to see done. Now, I bring this up because I was told Brad Lauer needs to be fired. Yep. I was told Kyle Connor needs to be traded mm-hmm. or Nick Ehlers. And they need a, they needed a top two defenseman. And uh, for a team that scored 10 goals in the last eight games, I don't know how a top two defenseman is going to help you score goals. Although defense leads to offense. But this is the number one team defensively five on five in the league. Somebody said they're not the best team defensively anymore either. And I'm like, yeah, they're top three In now terms of goal
2: differential, I don't know. I, maybe they give they back. Defense isn't the
3: problem, is the point.
2: As of yesterday, they were first place still uh, in five-on-five five goal differential and goals for, goals against. I'll double-check that. I don't know where they are right now. Yeah, I can't speak to this With moment. a
3: five-game losing streak, that's going to change. To me, they can't score goals. And the power play continues to haunt them. Um, but that being said, I liked the power play last night. I thought it looked dangerous. I thought they had their looks. I thought they had their chances. But they need to start paying the price, get some greasy, dirty goals. Um, it was interesting, also in the post game on six eighty CGOB with Kelly Moore and crew, the comments of Rick Bonus when Mike McIntyre of the Free Press, who was in Pitt or Philadelphia last I, night, I have
2: that clip. Do you want me to play it? Yeah. Okay. Here was um, uh, here was the clip. Follow. Well, I'll say this was leading up to the first goal. Uh, I'll play this first, and when when Rick Bonus so Gabe Melardi
3: early in the first was dropped down Tina. from the line. Okay. Here was the clip. That was a gift. Yeah, we were there.
4: We just let him go.
3: Um, so that's the clip of asking about the goal, where Gabe Velarde just, for whatever reason, was with his man and then just let him go.
2: Um, and then following up a decision uh, about moving Velarde down. Here's what Bonus had to say:
4: Just, um, just trying to get something going. Uh, if we could, yeah, that's all. I'm just trying to get something going.
3: So to me, that's Rick Bonus. Not wanting to publicly say, yeah, I demoted him immediately because that's unacceptable to let your guy go like that, that early in a in game.
2: Are we going to start seeing paraphrasing
3: because uh, he didn't say that? That's my read on what bonus. Stop short of saying or calling a guy out.
2: Rick Bonus has been sort of, kind of points to him. He's been pointing to himself. I'll, you know what? I'll, um, I'll, I'll play that that clip as well. Here starts
4: with me. We'll pull through this. Listen, we're still five on five still the best team in this league and right now we're not scoring goals so uh, we're going to stay with who the winnipeg jets are and we're going to keep working and we'll pull through this
2: are we going to start seeing uh sort of the more ticked off version of of rick bonus if this continues
3: so here's the thing i know that this looks eerily similar to last year i know that for four or five years as you ran the numbers after the all-star break this team struggles
2: Except for 2018, that was it. After that, they went they've, to the dipped, they've fallen finally, yeah. every single year. And
3: everybody where they've went, had a
2: significant first half, a good first half, they've always dipped. And except I for
3: 2018. think everybody listening to this, from the most diehard Jets fans to the most casual, I check out what the score is, understands that you want to be playing well going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. which are, if they make it, a couple months away. Yes. I don't think it's time to panic. At all. I got a couple panic buttons sent to me on social media yesterday and stuff. Yeah. I know it looks similar to last year, but I do think it's time for some concern. I think it's time that I I said I they need to get out of the break and have a good game against Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and the five minute penalty and blah blah blah. But they're just the eight games going into the all star break and the two out of it, they just don't look as good as in sync transition game, exit zones, four check as they did for the first couple months of the season. I think it's time for concern in the la- in the fact of that's enough. Yeah, We're not going to win every game. We're not going to not lose four or five in a row all season. We're not going to go into a scoring slump. We're not going to not go into a scoring slump in a season. It happens. It's here. But I think that's enough. I think it's a big game on Saturday. I don't I- think it's a must win. That term gets overused. But I think Saturday is a big game to go. This is enough. We've had our bad period against... Philadelphia we heard what Nick Ehlers said. We've had some guys give up their checks and stuff, which we haven't seen a lot of last year or mm. this year. Okay, whatever. I moved you down the lineup. But the thing I like about last night's game, Cam, is Gabe Velarde got moved down real quick. This is a coach that although he stopped short of maybe what he wanted to say or, or should not have said last night, that has had enough. The power play has to get going. This team needs to start scoring goals. You need to shore up the defensive play, and you need to get your transition game going in your forecheck. Can you do this? I think you can, but it's time to do it, is yeah. how I feel about it. There's some concern. Get it going. You have three games in the next week. You have plenty of time, two at home, to get this thing going.
2: The best thing going for the Winnipeg Jets, and I just looked up the stat, they are, in terms of goal differential and goals for and against, still the number one team, five on five. They're still, you know, ahead of Vancouver, they're still ahead of Boston, they're still ahead of Vegas, and they're still ahead of Florida, Dallas. Um, so yeah, I mean, while the five on five game, while it has fallen off, there's no doubt about it because the fact they can't score, um, that is still sort of that golden little nugget that's that I'm kind of holding on to at this point um, for the Winnipeg Jets and, and how I want to see um, them perform over this back half of the year. Is it concerning? Yeah, they haven't been able to score. Um, they're not must win games, but they, they got to get four points against the Penguins. I mean, you just had that game on Tuesday where except for that five minute major where you let them, you let two goals in, you got shut out. You have another chance at this Penguins team tomorrow at home. You got to win that game, and the Sharks, like, come on, those are two points you got to you got to collect here. So um, they got to stop the bleeding, and they have to do it on this two game homestand. I so mean, that's that- that's it. Because listen, Jim, if it continues over these last two these next two games, and we see the same sort of thing, they struggle to score. The power play is still, yeah. I, you know what? I'm I don't even want to talk about chances on the power play anymore. I'm sick of that.
3: So you know not has,
2: yeah. has to It has to score. That's it. I don't care. They can get looks after looks after looks. They have to be able to generate goals on the power play, or it doesn't matter. I, we're well past getting chances and getting good looks.
3: Yeah. The, the, so being, if
2: we're if we're asking people to look at a sample size right now, say okay, let's look at the last five games for the Winnipeg Jets and not panic. Well, if we're looking at the entire uh, season on the power play, well then yeah, we we. On the power play, I think it is time to panic. It's beyond concern already. It's costing them games, and it has cost some games. The power play has to get going. And you know, Brad Lauer. I don't know the ins and outs of that situation. Is he is he in charge of the power play still? I you know that's the, the indications are right now. But there needs to be something that has to change there. So it, you're, you, you, you're, it
3: can't continue on
2: like this. Right. And you're not I, calling
3: for anybody's job. But something's got to change. Well, you and I had this discussion prior, and we're, we said we are going to discuss it now because everybody wants. It's well, free not, for all Friday. I, text the show
2: 204-780-6868. We do have Jets tickets to give away for the Valentine's Day game against the Sharks. Best texter, best caller uh, calling into the show here on free for all Friday. The best one's going to get going to get the tickets, 204-780-6868. Sorry, Jim, I interrupted you. Go yeah, ahead. no
3: problem. But So this is what we're going to talk about because you and I were talking about this. Yeah. I'm with you the the power play has one is won for the last 30 yeah um we all know how much it struggled last night I liked it the problem is it didn't score so and there are times where I'm like this power play looks awful and we've talked about that yeah. last night I thought it looked good I thought it was and they didn't score but I'm, I'm hearing this too I'm getting Brad Lauer needs to be fired yeah so tell me what not you cam but for everybody who wants this coach to be fired um I just what do you want different from the power play? The people are the people. They had chances last night and couldn't bury them. Well, it's like It has to be better. I'm not disputing that at all. It has to start scoring goals. It's a situation
2: where you can't fire the players, so there has to be some change. That's the perspective people are taking. But what
3: coach is going to come in and look at this and go, this is what you've been doing wrong the whole time? Well, it's the, To me, it's an execution thing. Well, That's I would agree on with the that. I would agree with that. That's on the players. Yeah. Last night it looked good and it didn't finish, but... Was it executing some of it? Yes. Other times, has it not? For sure. Other times, it's looked horrible. Yeah. But I don't, I don't. this idea of, I don't know, this idea that, oh, there's a guy out there that's not on the coaching staff that has a secret bullet for this power play that can come in and go, boom, there you go now. I mean, Brad Lauer's been around. He's played in the league. He's run the Anaheim power play. He's run the Tampa Bay power play. Some people dispute the success of it and all this, but Rick Bonus, look, Rick Bonus just said what he said about a player last night. He said the power play is killing us. He's aware of it. I think between Rick Bonus, Scott Arneal, Marty Johnson, and Brad Lauer, if they could have figured this out, they would have figured it out by now.
2: Let's take a break. Let's come back. We're starting to get some calls. We've got a bunch of text messages. I'm gonna go through them in the break here. But I'm at the point, Jim, where I'm at the where the power play is just not going to work
3: this year. Yeah, and you're not... Well, uh, that, that's, all, where, that's where I'm sitting. Like, oh, okay. I, I'm,
2: not, I'm not in... Uh, I'm not looking at the silver lining here. I'm not thinking, oh, look at the personnel. It's going to start scoring. I think this is where the power play is going to sit for the rest of the year. Well, you're not alone, as that's, we know. Like, I, it's, do you see it, imp- it improving, and all of a sudden they're going to flip a switch? I do, And yeah. it's going to rock it up to third. It's going to rock it up to 20, 25%. It's, it's
3: too much in the season or rocking it up that much, but I do see it improving and starting to okay, score. Okay, so I from do, right yeah. now,
2: this moment, 25%. It's going to start going at 25%. You well, no, see do you see
3: that? That's impossible cuz it's too low now. No no no, I'm not I'm not talking oh, We're from now stop, on? from
2: this moment right now. Clear slate. It's going to go to 25 from, from I think here it on can out. go
3: from now, well, if it does get going, I think it can go now to 20, 2022%. We'll be right back. Jets at noon on 680 CJOB. 204-780-6868. Free for all
2: Friday. Gord, we can squeeze, squeeze you on the show all? here. We only got about a minute here, but uh, go ahead.
4: Hi guys. Hey Gord. Hey Gord. You know what? Power play is pathetic, man. You guys keep reiterating that. It's pathetic. I don't know why. I mean, dumping it in, you're giving the puck away. I have no problem dumping it in if you've got four or five guys skating to try and get the puck afterwards. But carry the puck in, put Niederreiter or Lowry or Logan Stanley in front of the net and shoot the puck. It doesn't even have to be hard. It can be a rebound. Go back to basics. But this whole idea of putting either when Wheeler was around, putting Wheeler in the bumper position, and trying to get that perfect seam pass and score a goal, it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened for two years, almost three years. They've been trying the same old thing over and over again, and it's just pathetic.
2: <laughs> were and, were, you know were we too spoiled it, with uh, Dustin Bufflin and well, well, yeah, Patrick Liney well, and Kyle Connor, Mark Scheifele, yeah. Blake Wheeler all in one power play unit?
4: Well, you tell me how far do you think they are going to get in the power play without scoring any power play goals. They're not – they're going to be gone in the first four
2: games. Well, I think that the five-on-five five play can overcome that, but I agree. I think special teams has to win them at least one game in each playoff series. Jimmy, you got 10 seconds. Yeah, Gore, thanks for the call. I, I
3: agree. It will cost them a game in a series if they don't get the power play going.
2: Free for all Friday, 204-780-6868. 204-780-6868. Jets tickets, best text message, best caller. You'll get that. Uh, we'll be right back.
5: Jets at
0: Noon on 680-CJOB.
3: Now back to Jets at Noon.
2: Thank you, Sam. 204-780-6868. Free for all
3: Friday. Free for all. We're bringing the heat. We're bringing the heat today, Junto. It's so free we brought Sam Brunell in. Free for all. Everybody's welcome. Every pile in. Dog pile. What you got? Show me what you got.
2: Um, Lori's on the line, 204-780-6868, free-for-all Friday. Lori, how's it going?
4: Very good. How are you?
2: Doing good. Doing good, Lori. Hi, Lori.
4: What I've noticed is um, for the games that they've lost recently, all the teams are having somebody park themselves right in front of the goal, and they are a block to the gold handers, or they tip a rebound. It seems like the Jets aren't doing that I noticed Laurie does but not too many other players do and that would help them a lot
2: yeah Laurie you know what I'm I'm I'm, I'm with you on that it, it's sort of a back to basics situation we had Ken Wiebe he was on the show earlier and he he spoke about that um and just go back to Gord's Gord's call um as before we went into news there about the dump in and and, and I and I appreciate Gord coming on here but You can't just dump the puck in, right? You can't just carry the puck in every time. You have to be – nothing can be choreographed. You have to keep the other team guessing, and that's how you move forward. That's how you score goals. You can't just be a one-trick pony. It's easy to stop.
3: I I agree with Laurie. Um, Jeff Carter scored the goal in Pittsburgh on Tuesday night, just standing in front of the net getting a rebound. Um, Like, this is what must be frustrating to Rick Bonus, Laurie, and everybody listening. Like, he preaches this, right? Go to the net. Greasy goals. Fight for possession. Do all this. Um, it's always been an issue with this core the last five, six years of wanting to score pretty goals as opposed yeah. to dirty, greasy fight. And that's why maybe need a rider, uh, Lowry need a little more time. I, d- I don't know. Um, I-, I just I-, I don't think because the it's look good without um, any goals, at parts of this season is why I don't I don't know if there's some new system or some new like Sean Monahan in the bumper position is a huge lift to any power play in my opinion. Um, it's only been two games, but they they've got to do this. They've got to get in the zone, get to the net, and and get some shots there. They they have to create some second scoring chances on the power play. Yeah. I myself I'm so tired of whenever they get a shot on that it's one shot and that's it. Yeah, I want to see a power play that. You know, gets a shot on goal, or it goes off a defenseman, but then it goes to they gotta create some secondary scoring chances you, on this. Power you mentioned
2: play. the Jeff Carter goal; it was exactly what the Penguins did on their power play. Those two goals, they were not they were greasy, but that's how the Winnipeg Jets gotta find. Laurie, I really appreciate Thanks, the call, uh, and we're gonna bring Bob on, and then we'll get to some text messages. Uh, uh, Brad, sorry, we gotta bring Brad on, and then we'll get to some text messages. Hey, Brad, how you doing? Welcome to Free For All Friday here on Jets at Noon.
0: Good.
2: What's going on, Brad? What's up, man?
0: Not a heck of a lot. (laughs) What do you think of the Jets? What do you think of the Jets, man? Well, I don't know. They were contenders there about two weeks ago. They're still contenders, mind you, but I don't know. They're just not playing the same, and something's wrong. They need some type of a shakeup. I thought they would with Monaghan, but I don't even know if they had to make that trade. Well,
2: it's been two games, so let's give it a little bit more time, Brad. I understand where you're coming from here. It hasn't it's it's not it hasn't been a fun losing skit here. I mean it's it's the scoring's dried up. The team's been playing pretty well consistently over that period of time, but they just haven't been able to score and that's what sunk them. Uh but anything else you want to add, Brad?
0: That's the thing. They they're they're good in their goals against goals against now. They're not letting in too many, but they're not scoring. You're right. They're
3: they're snake pick.
2: Yeah, they need one on the power play. They need some depth scoring to come out and, and that help. Is the and, and one they need thing, some. Like, they need
3: some some goals from the stars too. Like it's I, it's, it's everybody. The, to me, last year when it was going off the rails, it wasn't because they had ten goals in eight games. It was because they were giving up four or five goals a game. Yeah, they weren't playing solid defensively. They weren't good five on five. Um, so to me, that's why. It, I don't see this team not scoring four goals a game for the next three months.
2: The goals are going to come five on five. I have no doubt about that. Brad, thanks so much for the call. Okay.
3: And if they do, I'll be shocked. If they, for the next Three 10 game periods only get 10 goals a, one goal a game on average. I'll I'll be shocked.
2: Yeah. Thanks for the call, Brad. 204, 780, 68, 68, 204, 780, 68, 68. Uh Chris, Chris Texas show he says, I don't like how the Jets didn't seem to celebrate after their goal. I get it, it's garbage time. Normally you wouldn't want to see it, but they can't score anymore and they're clearly gripping their sticks too hard. Let yourself feel good about finally getting a goal. Chris, I disagree with you. You, you you're down 4-1. You're getting a goal in the third period. It's it's right back to it. There's no time to uh, have a big celebration um, I, I go back to and I think it was a little bit of an over actually no it wasn't when, remember when Matt Duchesne scored his 30th of the year and Patrick Wall was still the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche.
3: They, they were down 4-1 they were down 4-1 and
2: he jumps into the boards and has this big yeah. celebration and he goes what about Duchy out there do you see that Ridiculous, somewhere around there. I'm paraphrasing, but um, I don't think that was a time to go out there and have a big celebration. That's how I see that, Chris. Yeah. But I appreciate the, I really appreciate the text. I
3: think, Chris, what you're saying is you're trying to build some positivity. Yeah, I get, uh, what and I you're get saying. that, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I don't <laughs> go crazy when it's four-one and there's three minutes left or four minutes.
2: Left. Barry says, "Hey, Jim and Cam, where's the structure we used to be seeing out of the Jets in the first half of the season? What do they need to do to get back to those details?" Um, well, Barry, I mean, it's. It's just, it's. I mean, you know what? I'm going to play this clip from Nikolai Ehlers because he's going to sit here. He's going to say better than I possibly could.
1: When you play a first period like we did, um, it's not just the leadership that's got to uh, step up. there no, game. actually, it's it's, it's every this. Every team here. in this league is going to go through a, a bad stretch, it, and and it's the way that that you handle that um, that shows what kind of team you are. And and until the second period, we haven't been able to handle that. So um, you know, I, I think that we came out and and played it the way we wanted to we had some some big chances um that we we got to score on um and and you know hockey is that simple sometimes so
2: it's it's it is that simple Jim in, in the in the sense of saying they have to play the way they did in the second and the third period in the first period not get down like that um you know hard on the forecheck and everything's everything's moot if they don't score they they got to get they got to score their looks i don't know what else to
3: say they got to finish. they got to execute. Yeah, I, again, we can pick this apart, but um, even last night I was told they need to trade a winger for a top two defenseman. It's not why they're losing five in a row. They've got to start scoring some goals. It's yeah. And every team goes through this, right? It's a slump. The other thing I, I, I looked up today because I was, I mean, I do the record every night after a game, but they've lost three in a row. Colorado's lost two in a row. Dallas has lost one in a row. They have 65 points. They are 11 points up on the St. Louis Blues. So third in the division right now is okay. But both Dallas and Colorado who are ahead of them have 68 points. So they're three games behind those two teams, but they have three games in hand on the Avalanche and two games in hand on Dallas. So I understand like when you lose five in a row and it's the same part of a season that last season when it was going off the rails – but I'm not panicking here. Like, they they have games in hand. They're only three points back, and they're not scoring goals. Again, I don't think this is a team that's going to go two and a half months scoring one to two goals a game. That being said, I think it's time for concern. You never want things like this to go too far, and they need to get – like, this is a big game on Saturday. I, I don't think you want to make this six games in a row and then have two days off and have San Jose come in here and stuff. Like, you need to you need to win the game on Saturday – you need to beat San Jose, and then you need to go to a big tilt in, in Vancouver on next Saturday.
2: With yeah, there's three big games coming up here, and they got to get five points. I think that's what's going to cure uh, what ails them. We got Bob on the line. Got a lot of tech, uh, a lot of callers here. Hey, Bob, what's up?
6: Okay, uh, like I wrote to you last night, Jim. The problem that I see, and no, I'm not a professional hockey player. Never been.
2: Well, me neither. Well, there, that makes two of us, Bob, because I haven't been either.
6: Uh, yeah, the thing is, first of all. In the defensive end, they've been sloppy. They've been giving away pucks uh, in the, um, the game uh, against the Penguins. It cost the first goal of the game. Yep,
3: because yeah, they're right. They gave right.
6: away the puck. They weren't. And as far as on the power play, my gosh, pardon me, the toothless power play, the problem is, you look, they are predictable just like the Bombers used to be run, pass, kick. They're predictable. <laughs> they're going around and around. They're going, and I call it tic-tac-toe. They aren't feeding them rubber. If you look at the other teams on power play, they're not worrying about tic-tac-toe. They're heading it towards the, uh, the net. They're creating traffic in front of the net, which we are not, and I am very worried about them. And maybe towards playoffs, I'll be writing to you, Jim, and saying, "Told you so." I hope not, but they—they're doing exactly what they did last year, and they don't seem to care. So let, let's talk,
2: that. Bob. Let's talk in ten games. If they—if they are still—if actually the next three, if—if if this continues over the next three games, then that conversation and what you're saying is going to really start to heat up. But I just—just I, yeah. just let them come back home, settle things down here. We'll see what happens. Okay, Bob. We uh, one, I pre- one, 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 Real quick, I, we got a bunch of callers.
6: Okay, one quick thing is that that is going to cost the management at the gate because Winnipeggers don't support losers, and if they don't start winning, it's going to be very few seats being taken up other than the um, the season ticket holders.
2: Okay, Bob. Okay, thanks. Uh, we'll thanks, uh, Bob. We'll, uh, I didn't
3: did get your email. I haven't had time to get back to it.
2: Uh, yeah, we got tons of text messages, guys. I'm I'm going to read every single one of them. I'm not going to be able to get back to everybody like I'd like to usually. But, uh, Kevin, what's up, Kevin?
0: Hey, um, what do you think we could get for uh, Sean Monahan at the trade deadline? <laughs> okay. uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, the one, the one thing that I that I see differently from the first part of the year was the defense and forwards are working so well together. One, you know, the defense pinches down the de- – the forward comes back and covers. I mean, that Velarde, you know, Olay on the first goal was yeah, good.
2: yeah. You know what? I Kelly Moore was in was here in Six Eighty CGOB. He was in the studio today, and we were I was talking to him about it, and I, he watched the he watched it about three four times. I watched it about three four times after the game. Um, I, I don't know what was going on here. I see his head move a bunch of times. It wasn't like he wasn't skating at at the speed that he needed to be. He wasn't dogging it. He just made a terrible read. I don't know what was going on with him.
3: Well, yeah, it was a massive. I I didn't like his game against Pittsburgh. And You said that, and yeah. I, and the two goals, the one he just made a split second, but there was the other one where he just let him go. He let his guy go, and and um that's unacceptable. But that's what I'm talking about with the execution of this team, and and like that's not a coaching thing, right? Like that's mm. a player just uninstinctively doing the wrong thing. So, um. I mean, all this talk about the power play, too, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, but sorry, uh, I think uh, the coach from Toronto, what's his name, uh, was talking about peewee hockey. I mean, good Lord, following your man back to the net is peewee hockey, and it's just lack of lack of focus or something. But the one thing I think they need to get back on track is for that third line to be the heartbeat of the team again. I think they've kind of lost their way a little bit, and when they get back, doing what they do best, I think they'll be fine. Thank you. Yeah, hey, I appreciate
3: that. Kevin, and, and Kevin that's really, I, really,
2: really appreciate the phone call. Thanks so much.
3: That's what I mean about, like, so the power play hasn't been good all year. So I can understand why some people want Brad Lowers to be gone or whatever. I understand people yeah. are sending me all these notes that he he was in Anaheim when their power play struggled. He was in Tampa Bay when their power play struggled. I get all that. Um. I, again, I, I'll question. There are games where that power play looks horrific. There are games where it looks really good and doesn't get a goal. Somewhere in between is some execution and some coaching. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's you fire the coach and all of a sudden this power play is firing at 26% a night. No. And I don't think also that um, you, you have a couple good. Like to me, it's on the play. I'll ask you this. If you look at the power play, would you not take that?
2: I would take the players. Yeah, would I would
3: take Connor Ehlers, I, Morrissey, yeah, Shifley. I, I would take
2: this power play. Monahan. No doubt about it. But the way it's performing, you,
3: I get you it. You yes. wouldn't take it. Yeah, I think it's an execution problem. Yeah. yeah. Last night it looked great, and they couldn't bury one. Yeah, that's not a coaching thing. That's a bury the puck.
2: It's just the calls for the coach, and this is why I'm not going to say Brad Lauer will be fired. I'm not going to say that because the amount of people several years ago that were calling. For the death of Wayne Flaherty, and for him to be ran out of town because the goaltending issues on this class. Yes. and look at what he's been able to develop on this team in, ter- in terms of goaltenders. I'm, I'm look at Connor Hellebuck. The power play was
3: top. The penalty kill was top it's, it's, ten last so year. I, I and I struggled mightily. And every, did everyone want Scott O'Neill fired? Yeah,
2: I, I just I can't get into that realm. I just I just can't go there. So let's take a break. There's Two- no
3: there's no coach in season that gets fired, and all of a sudden things on especially teams like I it doesn't happen unless no. you can change a personnel let's
2: take a break Dave you're on the line I see you there don't go anywhere we got some other callers as well uh, we'll be right back with your text messages and hey we got those Jets tickets to the Valentine's Day game against the Sharks we'll giving those away Great when we come back
3: spend with your sweetie Jets at noon on 680 CJOB Welcome back to
2: the show 204-780-6868 free for all Friday Dave thanks for waiting bud what's up
5: yeah. Good afternoon, guys. Uh, listen, um, I consider myself a passionate fan, and I know that there's a lot of passionate fans in Winnipeg. But you got to be patient, folks, because you know, hockey is a game of inches. And you'll get a good bounce, and it'll work for you. You just got to keep keep at what you're doing. I think hearing Nick Ehlers is so refreshing to me. It shows me that the the guy doesn't like to lose, and when you don't like to lose, you don't lose. And I, I'm I'm thinking that's going to be infectious in, in the team. Uh, Dave, what, what do you think,
2: uh, Dave? Do you want to go to the hockey game on uh, on Valentine's Day?
5: Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I, you know, I
2: don't know. <laughs> well, wow, I'll give you the tickets if you want them. You're yeah, the best caller. Uh,
5: no, 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 no. I, I, uh. I just want, you know, I, yeah, I'd love to go. But I'm just, I am passionate, but I'm patient. Okay. And you have to be patient. Like, I've been, I'm an old codger. I'm, you know, I'm 63 years old. And I've been seeing this forever. And, and and you look at every winning team, like uh, Jim was saying, and they go through this stuff. Patience, people.
3: All right, hey, Dave. 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 You sound yes. like a guy that if we send to the game for Valentine's Day, would yell, shoot on the power play. So let's get you to the game, buddy. Okay.
5: You know what? I'll tell you the truth. Um, I haven't been to a game. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little large in size, and it, it was uncomfortable for me, but I've been dying to go. And, yeah, I'd take those tickets.
3: Well, Dave, d- yeah, I've, yeah, I'm, Let's I'm, get I'm, you there, Dave, buddy. Let's get you there. Let's get you to a game. Yeah. Yes, do
5: you have somebody who will go with you? Oh yeah, I'll I'll take my wife, and as much as she doesn't like going out with me, I'll have to take her. I guess.
3: <laughs> <laughs> take her that day. sounds like a beautiful Valentine's wow. Day to me. Oh, yeah. You know what? Nah, Stop on the way through. You know what? We're gonna bridge that gap. She's gonna Go to, love going out with yeah, you. Yeah. And you know what? Go through the
2: Tim Hortons drive-through, get her a coffee on the way. On me. Send me the bill. I'll pay for it. Oh,
3: nice. You are just, you're a Cupid right just, now. Just keep it less. You just shot Dave in the arse with a love arrow for Valentine's Day. Dave, just, well, keep, listen, just Dave, keep it less arse, than
2: five bucks, okay? I'm not that generous.
5: My arse, my arse is big enough for you to hit it, trust
3: me. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, it's going to be a tight fit. We all know that in the seats, but hopefully you and your wife enjoy it. Thanks for listening.
5: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Listen, just keep up the good work and push the negative side
3: away and let's let's think positive okay you lose lose five in a row there's going to be some negativity and we understand that and I think the Jets understand that Ealers address it but I I still think that this team is just they're not going to not score goals so but they do need to start that's why Saturday is an important game
2: all right Dave have a have a good time at the game okay sir thank you very much all right we're gonna have tickets to next week too, monday tuesday we're gonna be giving away some tickets but uh thanks so much for everybody participating in free for all friday man it's this has been one of my favorite shows we've ever done um you guys jumping in being a part of it texting it i've read every text message i haven't gone through them all i will read every single one i'm not gonna be able to get to everybody because i think we got like 200 um but that was a great show i just really appreciate it
3: looking in your eyes right now i didn't hear a thing you said you're such a romantic well, just Dave. You're a good guy, Dave. Just keep it under five bucks. Keep okay. To answer yourself too, Dave. Until you get home, anyway.
2: All right. Okay. We'll be right. Hey, Jim Toth. You'll take you all the way till three o'clock. Enjoy Tester the Thanks, thanks, thanks so for your
3: opinions. Always welcome. All yeah.
2: opinions welcome. Thanks so much for yeah, as well, everybody. Really appreciate all that stuff. Uh, thanks, Ricky. Thanks for producing the show. That's it for me. Be back same time on Monday. See you. Chats at noon on six eighty CJOB.